I'm Darren. I'm Derek. And this, this is, is the Double E Podcast. A.K.A. the Dumb and Dumber Podcast. Yeah, you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, for those of you that have been following us on Facebook, which is the majority of you, you probably know that Sergeant Ledbetter. Yeah, please turn that off. Man, we are, what are we doing? Sergeant Bedwetter. Sergeant Sergeant Ledbetter, one of, the, one of the three Stooges. Sergeant Ledbetter um, has uh, he had a little issue with us, um, so he got that solved. But he also uh, wanted to take this time to make a very big announcement. Um, I just now realized your, the baby monitor's here. <laughs> yeah, put that over there. It's on too. Um, but anyway, he did just uh, he said yesterday that he wanted to call like an emergency podcast and demanded. Uh, that he be on the the podcast today, which at first, you know, I didn't really know how to feel about that being told, like I was demanding. Yeah, be told what we're going to do. But he is Sergeant Ledbetter, and uh, he's been with BOTB for a long time, so it felt only right to have him on. Plus, we had to see what the big announcement was. Yeah, we had to see it. And boy, was it an announcement! We also had right. to settle. We had to settle the situation. We did have to settle the situation. The good thing is we got that figured out. He did also make a huge challenge make sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode to see that we also talk about some other matches that are going to be announced in this episode for september 17th in cleves armageddon botb armageddon september 17th cleves ohio i want to say it's white water hold on but we'll look it up right now because i keep forgetting the name of it and i shouldn't forget the name of it i should have this stuff up and ready see this is what this is what we talked about in the episode well make sure if you guys get Rivers Edge, Rivers Edge Indoor Sports Facility, Rivers Edge, Cleves, Ohio, September 17th, BOTB Armageddon. Buy your tickets now. They will sell out fast. Yes, please buy your tickets now. Uh, if you're watching, again, if you've seen us on Facebook, make sure to uh, uh, click our links and then you can buy your tickets there. Watch out for links there. And if you're not, you can go to Battle on the Border Facebook page, Battle on the Border Pro Wrestling. You can uh, buy your tickets there as well. And you'll see links plenty of. Uh, you know, any time from here on out to some, from here until September 17th. But like Darren said, make sure you get your tickets as fast as possible because they will sell out. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge event. I guess last time they were there, there was like over 300 people there. It was a big time show and we're going to be there, of course. Make sure you stop by our table. You can get our suggestion box, our lovely suggestion box. You can write a suggestion in it. What, what, is, what is it, Sergeant Bedwetter called it? Cereal box? Yeah, also, I forgot to tell him that. <laughs> this is not a cereal box. This, I thought it was an Amazon... No, it's, a box. Box. <laughs> it's a bark it's a bark box um that was my bad it's a bark box but either way it's not a cereal box and my mom made it so you know that probably didn't help my case any from being made fun of them huh no especially when he told you he doesn't put your clothes on the wrong well we <laughs> hear about it you'll hear about it <laughs> anyway uh make sure to stick through the video like i said the end of the video there's a huge announcement you don't want to miss any of the episode there was a lot of match announcements made on this show just now very had important. his take on the matches, our take on the matches. So make sure you stay tuned. Things are getting very serious, and we're looking forward to September 17th. Um, other than that, I think that's really all we had, huh? Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, and share with your friends and your family. Also, I didn't realize today that we have never plugged our audio on the video version. So make sure if you want to listen to us while you're at work, working out, whatever, Make sure you go to Spotify, look up the Double D Podcast, and we'll be there. I also share the audio on my Facebook all the time, so you can also find us there. You can also give us a rating. You can also hit the notification bell there, so you can get notifications when those episodes go up, and you should do that on YouTube, too. You can also follow me on Twitter, djdub 0 I live-tweet during AEW now. That's a thing, so that's a reason to, to, to follow me. 
the double D, the double underscore D underscore podcast. Still trying to remember to post on Instagram more. The double D podcast one on TikTok. And if you just love me, add me snap. Darren, one, one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's a long name, but trust me, it's great. We also have a double D podcast email, which is double D podcast one, two, three at gmail.com. And don't forget our Facebook page, which I also have got control of Facebook page. So I, I'll get on there and I'll comment on Battle on the Border stuff or I'll share videos on ticket leaps and so on and so forth. And then don't also forget my DJing service, uh, Darren's DJing service, 812-212-1675. Other than that, I think that's all we got here. Now on to the very important, do not want to miss any of this. Sergeant Bedwetter. Sergeant Ledbetter. Hey guys, this is Darren here, soon to be known as DJD. If you need a DJ for any type of wedding events, parties, even private parties at your own home, you can call me at 812-212-1675 or email the Double D Podcast, which is doubledpodcast123 at gmail.com. I also have a personal pod or personal email. It is darren.schneider94 at gmail.com. Give us a holler and let us make your night very special, whether it's a wedding or a private party or a, even a party at your own residence. I mean, you don't have to have a super huge crew. I mean, we've got six wonderful speakers and they will make a world of difference in any party, party atmosphere. So give us a call. 812-212-1675. Thank you. All right, go ahead and introduce yourself. All right, so who am I speaking to right now? Because I, it's hard for me to tell. Is this is this dumb or is this dumber? I can't really tell you guys apart. Well, I like to identify myself as dumb because we know who the dumber one is here. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take that. That's fair. <laughs> All right, so you guys are finally getting the opportunity to – talk live with sergeant ledbetter the hardcore american hero the leader of the army of destiny so consider yourselves privileged and lucky and blessed well that's we yeah we do thank you for that um so i guess we should just go over we actually have some um match announcements for the september 17th show um the first match that we have to announce is a zero gravity division match Jaden jet against ipa so what are your thoughts on that match? So IPA, he debuted at the last show, and I don't really know a ton about him. I have actually been in the ring with him a few times. I would say Jaden Jett is going to find a way to pull that one off. You know he's probably going to have something up his sleeve. Always does. Well, yeah. I would say he finds a way to pull that one off. Hey. I'd have what to do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Honestly, I, I agree with you. I'm also IPA's I coming I, off a loss with Carson Drake, so you know he might still be reeling over that one. Jaden yeah. Jets on a little bit of well, him and his team are all on a hot streak right now, so that it makes sense. They're both really talented, so I mean that kind of puts it up. It's a fifty. I, I don't know if Big Jake is scheduled to be there or not. That's that's probably a question for somebody else. I'm not real sure. I don't know. See if he's there, that would make the difference. That switches it to where I'm 100 percent <laughs> positive who will win that one. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. But I'm looking forward to it. I always like the zero gravity division matches. So I don't know how Carson Drake will feel about IPA being there after he won. 
beak IPA, but hey, you know, that's for another time. Yeah. And then you yeah, get... well, Carson Drake's already advanced in the tournament, and so has Jaden Jett. So I think this is just sort of like a showcase match for the division. All right, makes um, sense, makes sense. So makes sense. hopefully they can go out there and, you know, entertain the masses. Oh, I'm sure they will. Oh, yeah. Then you got franchise players versus bad dudes. So that's actually a rematch from the show in Morrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I See, do I remember there, that. So I don't know the bad dudes. See, that's why you guys need me on the show, because <laughs> I can keep you guys steered in the right direction. I can smarten you up on your history. Hey, listen, we try, we try our best over here, okay? You know, I saw a little kid trying to ride his bicycle down the street earlier on a flat tire. He was trying his best. <laughs> But no, that's a so the interesting thing about that matchup. I've been in the ring multiple times with the franchise, mm-hmm. and obviously, it's hard to discount his experience. Started wrestling, I think, in like 1986. So, you're talking about you know going on 40 years of experience. So, yeah, that's a long time. I, yeah, that's a lot, but. I will say this, there's a but to that. The bad dudes, they don't lose twice in a row. That's right. It's sort of like in sports where they always say it's hard to beat the same team twice in the same year. Or it's hard to beat the same team three times in the same year. Like you hear that in football. Yeah. I I would say the bad dudes are going to have a chip on their shoulder. They're going to have revenge on their mind. They are a regular tag team. Whereas the franchise players, I believe, only team at Battle on the Border. So they're, yes, they're established there. But as far as they don't eat, sleep, travel the road together, the bad dudes are, you know, they're living it. For years, they've been a tag team. So I would say my money, which I got a lot of it. I would say Sergeant Ledbetter would bet on the bad dudes to get their re- revenge in that match. But you guys, I want to hear what you guys think. Um, um, you guys see, you guys watch the action too, so tell me what you think. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that, like you said, Shane Douglas having all that experience, that is a huge upper hand. However, if the bad dudes are willing to go to lengths to win matches that the franchise players are not, you know, I mean – that that's going to be a huge factor, but I'm going to go ahead and put my money and I do not have Sergeant Ledbetter money, but I do <laughs> the little I have, I would put on the franchise players. And Darren, I don't know if you've ever, I don't, I've, I've seen the franchise players. You didn't see um, the bad dudes. No, I've never seen bad dudes. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go with franchise players. Just, so you need to show up so to every show. Let's not sell Brandon day short as a competitor either. He's a, he's a very talented competitor. I've been in the ring with him mm-hmm. and Shane picked a great partner. I'm not going to take anything away from his choice. But when the bad dudes are willing to do whatever it takes, but I don't know if you know much about Shane Douglas, but he's a, a notorious cheater himself. So, Oh, well, that is know. true. That is very true. You could go hand for hand in the cheating game. Well, he cheated to beat me recently in Indianapolis at Squirt Circle Expo. Oh, well. Oh, crap. <laughs> so I was going to say, well, well, you know. Maybe I wasn't there for that one, so I can't speak on it. But if you say <laughs> well, so, well, I can tell you, I wouldn't tell, you, I wouldn't lie to you. If I'm if I'm lying, I'm flying. My feet haven't left the ground. <laughs> he cheated. 
in front of, of probably five, 600 people. They all saw it. Hmm. There's video of it, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. We'll leave that one. We'll leave that one out there. Uh, this next match that we're announcing is, uh, one that you have a little vested interest uh, in in this one. So you have Craven against Shogun Jackson. Now explain to us your feeling. Craven came off a big win over uh, a very talented and well-known competitor in El Fago Loco. Um, Shogun Jackson's a little bit of an upgrade, if I do say so myself. No disrespect, El Fuego Loco. So are you a little nervous going into this match about your boy Craven here, or do you think he's got this? Have you taken, have you taken a look at my insurance policy? Again. Craven. Yes, I have. Would you be nervous if you had him standing next to you? Uh, well, it, de- uh, it depends on the situation. Yeah, probably. I mean, if he's going to try to hurt me, yeah, probably. No, 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 no. I'm talking about if he Just was standing. your partner, he was a oh. member of your faction. I'd feel, I'd feel safe. Yes, you would. The only time I ever feel threatened by Craven is if we don't order enough chicken breast. <laughs> that, that man will put away some food. But... However, Jackson Stone is a former Battle on the Border Heavyweight Champion. Yes. But why do you think, let's break this down logically here, why do you think I had Craven attack a guy like him in Morrow? I want to hear why you think. Um, well, I know you'll never be able to have this brain power <laughs> and this master planning that I do, but I just want to hear if you kind of can piece this together here on what my plan is with Craven. Well, I believe it's possible that uh, you did that because you want to wear down some uh, possibly your biggest competitor in, in BOTB and someone who could possibly be uh, regain the, the world title, which is what I'm assuming that you're after. So it would make sense to try to take out the people that uh, could be your competition. Ding, ding, ding. Circle gets the square. Let's and go. When, uh, how about, let's see, for you, how about a lifetime supply of venti more beef stew? I. So here's, here, that is exactly right. If I have someone like Craven and I have someone like King Bomani, no. I don't have to worry about threats getting in the way of my plan. I can eliminate anybody that I want to with just one snap of the fingers. And everybody always gives me a bunch of crap and says, well, why do you have to have a bunch of big goons and a bunch of these guys around? Well, what was the first thing they did in the Captain America movie? No, you're right. No, you're right. I get it. What did they do? They took a scrawny individual and they jacked him up. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to pick an army, you're not going to build it with a bunch of guys that can't get the job done. Yeah. I think it's going to pick the best of the best. I, I it, It's very smart. Oh, it's absolutely. It's very smart. Uh, do you ever get nervous? This is a little off the path of what we were possibly going to talk about. But do you ever get nervous that maybe King Bomani or Craven's going to want to get into the world heavyweight title picture and that might cause some, fr- some friction? Or do you guys have a game plan you guys have talked out? We have already discussed all the possibilities. It's that's not part of the plan. Mm. Okay. So what is the plan? Well, the plan is total domination. Right. Plain and simple. We are, we are the most dominant group in battle on the border. We are the biggest threat to anyone. You guys haven't even seen my entire army. 
I have two more monsters that have been with me since the beginning there mm-hmm. who due to scheduling conflicts haven't been able to appear in the last couple shows. But mm-hmm. don't forget, I still have Warhoss. And I don't know if you know about them or if you've seen footage or heard, but you're talking about two guys, 6'3", 6'4", 300-plus pounders. They started it all with me. The well, night I turned on hooks and I started the Army of Destiny, it was Warhoss that was beside me. Then I later added King Bomani last year and now Craven. No no skinny dudes, no jabronis, no Fago Locos. <laughs> only the best of the best walk beside me. Well, I will say this Army of Destiny is very impressive and uh it's my favorite. I've said it before. I mean I know you you know you've gave, you've taken a Facebook and you've uh, as you said in the beginning, you called us dumber and dumber, or dumb and dumber. You've called us. Uh, you've said that our reporting was inaccurate. And yes, yeah, so we can get to that if you like. I, was, I can I was cover that. I stand by what I said. And I can explain my reason. Well, I was just going <laughs> to say you, you've, you've called us all of this. What you left out? What you left out of that was that in the last show, when someone asked us who our favorite wrestler about on the border is, dumber here said Sergeant Ledbetter. I mean, you're just you're just gonna throw ourselves under, you're just throw us under the bus. I was I'm a supporter of you. Well, I do you know. And I'm a supporter if, of Bomani. If someone asks you a question <laughs> and you happen to get lucky and give the right answer, I would say that you know a dog every de- now and then finds a bone. All right. But I do appreciate that <laughs> yeah. that at least one of you two has a working set of eyes. <laughs> Yeah, what does that say about you, Darren? You talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, no, that's okay because there's plenty of there's plenty of talent to go around at Battle on the Border. So you guys like whoever you like, but just understand this: the Army of Destiny is number one. Absolutely, see, I agree. And I stand by hooks. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. <laughs> hooks, hooks, my former tag team partner that I turned on and springboarded off the army of destiny and then went right into a year-long feud with hooks and then it culminated in a big hardcore match that you guys didn't get to see but you could look it up and we will blood blood everywhere weapons everywhere it was pretty wild how'd you feel about king bomani's performance against hooks by the way you know i've been working with bomani i've been telling him if you want to if you want to take the next step that might be your opportunity right there. The door was opened and well, we didn't really, the door didn't open. We kind of just kicked the door open right? because I didn't want to give denim a chance to pick somebody else, some random mid card underneath guy. I, we came out and we took that opportunity for Bomani, but win or lose, just remember this. And I, I understand the rules of a hardcore match. So follow me on this. If a hardcore match, there's no rules. Nope. It would have been really easy if we really wanted to. Myself and Craven could have just came out. We could have just beat the hell out of hooks. Bomani could have put his foot on his chest. One, two, three, new hardcore champion. And you would have you would have went after him even if he had my weapon in his hand. <laughs> oh, 
It didn't matter. <laughs> oh, so that thing looked like freaking zombie. I mean, those, the, those, those, <laughs> it, it really, it really didn't matter because I, if I had to, I'd have ran a security guard in. I'd have thrown him in first, let him get hit by the weapon. Craven hits him from behind. Sergeant Ledbetter with the super kick, and then King Bomani will finish him off, and we have the hardcore title. That's right. But the Army of Destiny, we aren't just those type people. We're not barbarians. No. We are, we are honorable men. Mm-hmm. We gave Hooks the opportunity to go out there and fight for himself individually. Mm-hmm. Which is good. We're not always going to be that nice. No, no, no. So what did we get incorrect about the match? So that's what I was where you guys know. where you guys hacked it all up. Yeah, was we the order. The order, right. So you you had the Matt Taylor Aaron Williams match, which was first. Yes. Then you talked about how Craven came out and wrestled Fago Loco, and then you said that I came back out and interrupted Denim, which none of that happened in that order. So Sergeant Ledbear doesn't waste time. Right. I have my priorities, all my ducks in a row. After the first match, Denim got on the microphone. He started running his mouth about an interim hardcore champion. And I just couldn't take it anymore. So I came out to the ring. And that was when me and Bomani kicked the opportunity door right off the hinges. And I made sure Bomani got that opportunity later that night. Then... After I told Denim to take a hike and get his sorry self out of the ring, then I introduced Craven and my handpicked opponent for Craven that evening. So all that happened in the order that I just laid it out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's our bad. You know, it is. We got to start taking notes. And no one's perfect. (laughs) I mean, if I have to, I'll start making sure I slide you guys an itinerary, Army of Destiny itinerary over. That way, you know exactly the order of events because. Trust me, we we are calculated. We don't we don't react. Right. We are proactive. Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean I'd appreciate the help. Obviously, we need it. You know, we're trying our best. We're getting there. Um, I appreciate the uh, correction. You know, it's important. But nevertheless, the, you had the events right. You just had them out of order. That's okay. I mean, I you know I saw a picture one time of. Uh, dumber there he was putting his he had his shirt on his one leg and his pants on his arm he he had the right clothes but he didn't have them in the right spot so mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me i've you know okay. well that's all right um moving on <laughs> no you're not wrong we got to get better we'll get better you know we're gonna start taking notes you know and maybe your itinerary if that's what you if you're gonna if you're gonna offer it you know i mean hey so the reason that you did you called this uh interview with us uh was because you said that you had a challenge you posted on the botb brigade on facebook you had a challenge that you wanted to make so uh the floor is yours so september 17th in cleves we returned there to river's edge sports complex and it's armageddon Mm -hmm. and every year at armageddon just to let you guys know traditionally battle on the border has wanted to do a cage match. Oh, yeah. All right. So I got to thinking, and I was talking to Craven with him. We were together Saturday, and we were talking, and I was, I called Bomani, and we were all kind of just thinking, like, 
what would be the best thing to do? You know, there's going to be a cage there. And I started really getting pissed off because I started thinking about how my year ended, mm-hmm. which you guys weren't at the shows and part of the company then, but in the year end show, me and Denim went one on one. Yeah, we were. That was our we first. Were, that was our we first. We were there. Our first. Oh, we you were to. there. We did not yes. work. We did not work for you for BOTB. So you got to see the miscarriage of justice where mm-hmm. his wicked witch of a mother Whoa. cracked me in the head with a Singapore cane. Yeah, I remember that. Can, I mean, it's for good reason. Could you imagine? having to stoop so low that you have to seek help from your mother in a fight. Well, I, I, I'm under the, I'm, I mean, think about that for a second. You're in a fight and there's bodies flying everywhere. And the, and the first thing you're thinking, not, I'm going to call up one of my buddies that I know how to fight, but I'm going to have my mother mm. come help me. Anything that I mean, she's going to bring in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich too next time. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, I remember that. I mean, it wasn't like you were alone from my recollection of it in that situation either. It's not that you, you know, there were people that were there to help you as well. Did you or did Bomani, you not threaten his mother? Bomani is a member of the Battle on the Border roster. Okay. He's a member of the Army of Destiny. Mm-hmm. The referee was on the ground doing God knows what. <laughs> and I, and I, Took advantage of the if if a tree falls in the woods and nobody heard it, you really don't know if it ever happened. Right. Yeah. Bomani got in the ring and he hit Denim with a fallaway slam and he slid back out. Right. Well Did you... the ref see it? No, the ref didn't see it. No, that is true. That is true. So every time you run a stop sign, which I know you guys probably do, and there's no cops around, I want you to think about that. Okay. I will keep it. But, but, nevertheless, then what happened? Then who had to come get involved? Uh, I believe is Denim's, uh, one of Denim's, well, are you talking about outside of the roster? Yeah, it was his mother. Right, 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 it was his mother. She's supposed to be doing her job. She's supposed to be over mopping floors over in the lobby to make sure that the fans, after I win the match, have a nice, safe pathway to their cars. Right. Instead, she's up around ringside. And she took a Singapore cane and she hit me right in the face with it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it sounded like it stung a little. And of course, I was disoriented. And then Denim hit me with a stunner one, two, three. And I'm pretty sure that was a fast count. It seemed um, normal. Well, I mean, at that point in the night, you've been there for a while. You've never really watched the show. You <laughs> don't really know the normal count of a referee. Right. So for you to say that, you don't really know that. E- either way. <laughs> it looked like all the other matches prior. We'll say that. Here's, here's, so here's what I'm going to do. You know that I have the golden ticket. Yeah. Yes. Which I won that fair and square. Well, well it's debatable. I threw Rob Conway right over the top rope and onto the floor. Uh-huh. Well, uh, after, and the well, referee turned, and there I was. 
that I can't debate that. That is true. There was okay. some. There was a little... That's the only part of the. That's the only part that matters. If you watch a movie, nobody really gives a shit about anything except how it ends, right? All right, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You don't need to worry about how they got there. Okay. Well, that's kind of a big deal in a wrestling <laughs> match. But yeah, go on. <laughs> well, I. I mean, whoever has their hand raised at the end—that's really all that. That's all that matters. Absolutely, I do agree. I do agree. You read the you read the results of a show. It just says Sergeant Ledbetter pinned whoever. It doesn't say, well, there was this and then there was that. No one cares about all that. Right. Well, yeah. there's also video out there though. Anyway, <laughs> here we are, six months going on seven months later, and I'm thinking, you know, every time I he- every time a fan starts to talk to me and run their mouth. The first thing they want to do is bring up about how Denim beat me in a match. So here's what I suggest. Denim, if you're listening, I'm going to need you to stand up for a second. And I need you to think about this. First, I want you to grow a set. That way, when you hear me, you have something to kind of think about with. How about we do this? How about we set up the steel cage at Armageddon on September 17th, and you face me one-on-one in the middle of that steel cage? Wow. Whew. That is... And I, whip, and I will whip your ass right in front of all your fans right in front of the Dumb and Dumber podcast, Wait. right in front of the evil queen, which Brenda Glacken, Denim's mother, right in front of all his family members, right in his own hometown. And here's the catch. Just to make sure that I get the match, I'll even use my golden ticket. I'll give the golden ticket back to him. He can have it. Oh. Okay. That makes if it hard. That's what it takes sure. to get him in the ring with me in the cage on September 17th. Wow. 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 So what do you think of that? Well, I gotta I gotta tell you, uh, you know, I hope Denim accepts the challenge. It's quite a challenge. You know, he's gotta defend and by the way, also if Denim is watching or any of Denim's family is watching, the double D podcast does not reflect the same feelings that Sergeant Ledbetter has about you and your family. So I just nope. wanna make that very clear. However, uh it's a huge that is a huge that is a huge announcement. And I, I can't I mean I'm stunned. It's a huge challenge. Do you think in your heart of hearts that Denim's man enough to step in the ring in a cage with me? I do. Yes. I mean, he now you see. You, I mean, yeah, he beat you the last time. Here's the thing, though. You did say some things about his mom just now. I have a feeling that if I mean, you know, I'm just saying. It's also what you I, did last time to stir it up. Right. You're po- you're, you're kind of poking a bear. You don't want to. Do you realize to. how long it took me to get him to wrestle me one on one in the ring? No, I do, do not. Do you even? Do you know? No. It took six months. Finally, at the blue note, I had to drag his mother in the ring by her hair and threaten to Singapore cane her in the head (laughs) before Denim finally accepted my match. See, and that's what Denim told me, too. So this same woman, this same woman will go out of her way to put down her mop bucket 
and come to the ring and bring him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a bowl of Lucky Charms and hit me with a Singapore cane. But he won't even fight for her honor. It took him six months. That's why I'm willing to put my golden ticket up. That's why I'm willing to give it back to him. I know you're supposed to cash it in for a championship. I understand that. But you know what? I don't really need that golden ticket to win a championship. I have the capabilities to win a championship any night of my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Oh, well. I want, I want him in the middle of the ring. I want the cage door locked. And I don't even care if there's a referee. Well, this is very. This is obviously very personal. It's a very big challenge. And a huge announcement, a huge challenge. I thank you for letting us, the Dumb and Dumb, I mean the D&D podcast. The Double D podcast. The Double D podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you uh, made this uh, challenge out here. And to make it fair, Denim, if you are watching, if you're listening, uh, we would love to have you on to respond. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Um, Definitely want to have him on to respond. You know, and I would love to hear that. I would love to hear the answer, and I hope we get the answer very, very soon. Um, oh, I hope I would love to hear the answer. I want to personally, I want a personal link to the show if I know that he has answered that question. And you will receive one if he comes on to do a re- response. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll I definitely can, get one. I just hope. I just, I really hope that when you call him that he's able to answer the phone without getting yellow on his phone. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I mean, because you do know, you do know that he, every day, the first thing he does when he wakes up, he dips a paintbrush in a paint bucket and he paints a yellow streak right down his back. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, I did not, I don't think that's true. First off, I want to make that clear. Do not think that's true. Um, I understand what you're saying. I don't think, listen. You know, you know what else? This is another true story about Denim. Mm-hmm. Next time you see him, I want you to look on the back of his head. He's got a bruise right on the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? No. The toilet seat lid always falls and hits him in the back of the head every time he gets a drink. You guys have been great. Yeah, thank you again. Thank you for Keep coming up the on. Good work. Appreciate it. Absolutely. I look forward to hearing an answer, and I want you guys to be there firsthand to witness the end of Denim Blevins in his hometown, in front of all of his so-called friends and family. Well, we will. We will absolutely be there. There is no doubt about that, and uh, we'll see. I, I'm again. I will send you a personal link when Denim answers, if he answers on the show. Yes, for sure. And make sure you ask him about that bruise. Oh, we will. We- you guys got to go. I got to go. We both got to go. We're running over on time. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. You guys you guys can probably just talk all night if you want. <laughs> probably. But yeah. I got things to do. I don't have time to sit here and blab to you guys. So <laughs> I'm out of here. But you make sure you let me know if that goof gives an answer. <laughs> we right. absolutely will. Thank you again. Thank you. See you guys. See you. Yeah.